We've all heard the word fear and all of the acronyms that go with it. But I wonder if fear could be a choice. Like, is there something that when we're feeling it and we're in the middle of it, that we could choose to do something different? Well, that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. Buckle up, get your pen and paper ready, and let's go. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success, yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. Recently, I was doing some research about this idea of fear and if it were a choice. And I am not a scientist. I chose my major in college to have the least amount of science, in fact. But here is some scientific knowledge about fear. As soon as you recognize fear, your amygdala, which is a small organ in the center of your brain, goes to work to alert your nervous system and sets your body's fear response into motion. It begins moving stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline through your body so that those are released, your blood pressure and your heart rate increase. You know what this feels like. When a threat stimulus, such as a predator, triggers the fear response in the amygdala, that gets our body ready for fight or flight. And in studies, we they suggest that a major factor in how we experience fear has to do with the context in which we experience it. In other words, when our thinking brain gives feedback to our emotional brain and we perceive ourselves as being in a safe space, then we can quickly shift the way we experience fear. Going from a state of fear to a state of even enjoyment or excitement. Fear is defined as a fundamental emotional situation promptly arising in the context of threat or when danger is perceived. And there's two types of fear. There's innate fear and there's learned fear. So examples of innate fear would be fears triggered by predators, spiders, snakes, <laughs> pain, heights, rapidly approaching objects, things like that. But innate fears, which are hardwired into the brain, serve to keep us safe from harmful situations. But learned fears, learned fears are things 
that we can actually begin to overcome. A learned fear might be a fear of rejection. It might be a fear of not having approval. It might be a fear of people not liking us. It might be a fear of being judged. And don't all of those things come up in our businesses? Yeah, they do. So what I wanted to do in this episode is give you a little bit of background on fear and put some scriptural text around how we can shift that as we focus on Jesus. I don't know about you, but fear can often make me feel unstable. It makes me feel like I don't have strong footing, that I'm unsteady, and therefore fear can knock me off my path. And isn't that exactly where the enemy wants us? And that is another place where we can focus on Christ until steady so that we can shift that emotional state. Let me share some scripture with you. And then I'm going to share some details from an article that I believe was published in April 2018 in Forbes. You know, there are 365 verses or more in the Bible telling us not to fear. So here are three key verses that I want you to focus on as we talk about this today. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, Isaiah was a prophet. So this word that he's bringing to us was not just for the time and the, the social or political environment, but it was telling us for the future that we can trust in the Lord. It's telling us, this is God speaking, that we don't have to be dismayed, that he is with us, that he is our God and he strengthens us and helps us and upholds us in his righteous right hand. But don't we often overlook this sometimes because the things that we fear, which tend again to be the learned fears in our business are things like, will I make the deadline or will this presentation be good enough? Or will I say the right thing when I get on this discovery call or will anyone buy my stuff? Friends, if we are tuned into those four keys that we talk about all the time, define, direct, discipline, and develop, then we will be clear on what God has given us to do. But we won't have to fear the outcome because the outcome is his. So whether or not anyone buys that thing or whether or not that presentation goes well, if you are walking in the center of God's will and presenting what he's given you to present, the words that he's given you to share, the mission in the marketplace, God will work all of that together for your good and the good of his kingdom in accordance to his plan. Another verse is Hebrews 13, 6, and this pulls from Psalms 56 and 118, which says, so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? It is said that one of the most prolific fears that human beings have is the fear of public speaking. But if we are leaning into the Lord and trusting that what he has given us to do, only we can do in his strength and power. And he has put us, positioned us and prepared us to be in a situation where we are public speaking, then the words are all his. 
So often when I'm coaching or when I'm about to speak, I'll say, Holy Spirit, have your way with this time and this space. And what that does for me is it reminds me that these are not my words. They're his. I am the vessel. And will I be obedient to shift that fear into an excitement into an expectation that God will use me in that moment because what can mere mortals do to me? So often in our business, we're also fearing rejection, which is a learned fear. And so my question is, what will that little word no do to you? What can mere mortals do? The answer is nothing because you are in the Lord's grip. The third scripture Philippians 4, 6, and 7, I know this is so familiar to you. Be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And you know what happens then? The peace of God that surpasses understanding guards your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Guarding our hearts and minds is what we need to do to be able to step beyond those learned fears and walk out the assignment that he has given us. I was working with a client recently and she was fearing marketing her upcoming services. And I said, hold on. (laughs) While I do believe that God is the master strategist, the Holy Spirit is our master marketer, we still are called to take action in sharing what he's given us. If we are afraid to share that, Who knows who may not be blessed because we were disobedient? Who knows who may not be impacted because our learned fears got the better of us? So we can learn to not be anxious and bring it all to him and put it at the foot of the cross and say, as I like to say, show me your ways, Lord. In this moment, I'm feeling fearful, but I have nothing to fear because you have me in your arms. So therefore, Help me put aside these learned fears and move forward in what you've given me to do. So back to what I mentioned earlier, this article that I read, I think it might've been in Forbes, was doing some research on this concept of fear. And this article says there are eight successful mental habits to defeat fear. And as I read this to you, what I'd love for you to think about is, do these sound familiar? Don't try to figure things out by yourself. Kind of sounds like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, doesn't it? Be real with how you feel. Kind of sounds like bring your requests, your fears, your concerns to the Lord. Be okay with some things being out of your control. There we are again. We don't control any of it. It is his. Number four, practice self-care. Well, we know as believers, our self-care is so connected to us being in the word and knowing the Lord's character and being in that intimate relationship with him. Being conscious of your intentions. You know, when we talk about redefining hustle, the very first thing we talk about is working from a place of intention, focusing on positive thoughts. Well, You know, throughout the Bible, we're told, do not fear. And God gives us his word that he will never leave us nor forsake us. I don't know anything more positive than that. Being focused on being expectant that he will fulfill the promises that he has made 
for your business and the impact it is to have. Practice mindfulness. Really? <laughs> I think that sounds like prayer. I think that sounds like having a conversation all day long with the Lord. I don't know about you, friend, but when my stomach starts churning and I feel myself in a spiral of fear or uh, stress, I have a conversation with God and he reminds me that he's not there to change my circumstances, but he's there to change the way I see the situation. And then number eight on that list is to train your brain to stop fear response. Well, friends, we just talked about that. <laughs> All of that points to these scriptures that I shared with you today and so many more. Fear is part of our human nature. It just is. But there is such a difference between that innate fear that we talked about earlier and that learned fear. And that while our bodies will react very normally to fear, that we can actually shift that experience, like we talked about earlier, to enjoyment, excitement, expectancy. I very often say in a moment of fear, Lord, I cannot wait to see what you do with this. I cannot wait to see how you surprise and delight me because I know that that's what you desire to do. I can't wait to see who else is impacted by what I will learn in this moment, by, by what will happen because I obediently and boldly take the step forward, even though I feel a little bit shaky. Friends, I wonder if at this point in the year, you may be dealing with some fear. Maybe it's because you haven't hit the goals that you set for 2023. Maybe it's because 2023 imploded in ways that you could not have imagined. Maybe it's because... Being an overachiever like me, you're thinking, I should be doing more. I should be doing more. Maybe it's because you're getting ahead of yourself. You know, this week on my email newsletter, I talked about how there are already Christmas movies on, and it is only November 6th. Don't let the gurus in business or the world's noise push you into doing more than what you know God has given you. You don't have to rush anything. God's timing is perfect, but you got to seek him for it. Friend, whatever you're fearing today, I pray that this has given you a boost of hope to know that God knew we would fear. He talks about it all through his word. <laughs> He specifically gave those words to the writers in the Bible to reassure us in the darkest and most fearful times. But you can shift that with those verses that I've put in here or others. So here's what I'd love for you to do today as you listen to this episode. Reach out to me. DM me on social media. My links are down in the show notes. Find me on LinkedIn, find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook, or shoot me an email at Aaron at AaronHarrigan.com and tell me what scripture is your go-to for when you're feeling fear, because I would love to collect so many of those and share them with our sisters in Christ. Friend, you were made ambitious. God made you that way, but he did not make you to walk through life in fear and chaos. He did not make you to do business as usual. And I'm the coach that can help you break those chains. Whatever you're fearing today, take it to him and trust that he's got you. And until we're together on the next episode, I pray for and encourage you 
to tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus as you walk out your kingdom business. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, my high achieving sister in Christ. I know that you have an established business and you've achieved six figures or higher in revenue and you're ready to refine and scale. And right now you're swimming in opportunities, overflowing with ideas and excited about the possibilities. But you're also overwhelmed thinking, how can I set a strategy when I'm in a productivity fog and I don't have time to waste on things that don't align to the vision and mission that God's given me? My client, Jen, felt the same way. Enter my focused and fruitful strategy day. With a full day of private coaching with me and my strategic mapping zone of genius, you'll be nourished with good food in a tranquil environment and celebrated at the end of the day, all in the beauty of my location in Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, or in your location. Jen said, my strategy day with Erin was just what I needed. She helped me look at my current services, dream about the future, and create a plan to grow and scale. Her giftedness as a faithful visionary with an understanding of day-to-day -day tactical tasks, along with financial projections and goals, is a magical combination that I've never seen before, especially from a firm foundation and faith. If you are ready to bring calm to the chaos before 2024 gets here and you're ready to tame the tornado and silence the squirrels, visit erinharrigan.com slash strategy day to schedule your day with me. No squirrels were harmed in the making of this message or the delivery of the strategy day. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.